is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson, and... Me, Jake Jabor. Welcome to The Meat. This is the podcast where we bring on the world's best improvisers. They tell meaty stories about their lives, and then we do improvised scenes off of them. That's the spiel. Uh, let's welcome our guest today, uh, Laura Chin. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good. <laughs> We've just given her the whole spiel. Uh, we've been here for a while. Uh, and also, of course, Jake Regal. Of course. Of Thank course. You. Hello, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Together there in Mansfield, uh, an indie team around town, uh, delighting audiences all over Los Angeles. Uh, but today they're with us. Uh, cool. Did you guys play together before that? Before, before Mansfield? Well, yeah, our team was actually born out of our eight person team having six people no show. Uh, we were on a team together called Biddy Shram. Yeah. Uh, which was us and a bunch of other funny people. And then no one came except me and Laura. And, and I had did. never done two-man improv before, so I was really scared of it. And so I had like a small panic attack before our first show. And I think we brought that energy in to the show <laughs> where we played desperate parents who end up masturbating side-by-side side while watching Fargo. <laughs> angrily, yeah, yeah, angrily masturbating. I think I saw that show. Is that oh. possible? You may have been <laughs> one of the really six funny. people in the crowd. <laughs> that was our first one. Yeah. And it was so fun. Yeah. Um, but I was so scared that I made Jake promise we could edit at any time. Mm-hmm. But we never did. We did a mono scene. <laughs> but I was like, we can edit. We have an out if we need it. That's kind of funny. I, people will tell me now that, like, like wow, two people or three people, that must be so hard. Like, I feel like... It's the easiest. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, but when you watch it, like, and because this was, like, two, I don't know how many years, three years ago? Something like that. So I, like, have a very vivid memory of what it was like before <laughs> I was, like, the before brave times. enough to do two-man improv. And when you watch it, having never done it, it seems so scary and yeah. so hard. But when you do it, it's I think it's yeah, easier than anything. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta yeah. trust one other person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, uh, the story of our team is we lived in the same apartment complex. Oh, yeah? That's relevant to anything, but we lived on Mansfield Avenue. Uh, I was doing improv. I was doing my first awful Herald team, and then one day I heard uh, warm-ups coming from upstairs, and I did, was very confused, and I just straight up walked upstairs and looked through her open door. Oh, I don't think saw, I knew that part of it. Yeah, Sean Clements, <laughs> was warming, Sean Clements was warming you guys up. I don't think you're legally allowed to do that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, like... <laughs> Because yeah. this is before we were friends. Too. <laughs> <laughs> mm, we were friends. You just didn't know it. Yet. <laughs> we were going to be friends. That's right. You knew that. Yeah. What did you think of her apartment? <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting. Her, her bathroom was smaller than mine. <laughs> you were deep. comparing our apartment? <laughs> we had the same floor plan. I no, thought. that's that's almost true. Yours had the weird two rooms that had no wall dividing it. Yes, I lived in a half room. Yes. Um, I paid $500 a month rent. And this is, I was like 23 or 24. Yeah. Um, and I lived in a half room that someone else lived on the balcony of. So I lived in the room and she lived on the balcony. <laughs> we had the same floor plan except what? Yeah. my apartment had an extra wall. There was just an extra room, whereas yours was some weird... A balcony. Yeah, yeah. balcony situation. <laughs> Did slept. you have a balcony? Yeah. It, no, we were the first floor. I was the second floor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they slept, slept on the balcony. balcony. The balcony had been uh, walled in. Like, there was, uh, like, walls, but it felt... It was as big as a balcony. Okay, was, And then okay. there was a sliding glass door. She would, like, walk through my room and open her sliding glass door. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Whoa. We were so poor. I was so poor. Improv! We cut to Mansfield <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, this is... Uh, I think you guys will like it. It is a uh, uh, a three-bedroom apartment. 
Right. Um, Where is the third bedroom, though? Because I, I'm only seeing the two, and there's there's three of us. Yeah. Uh, the third one is right out, excuse me, right in here. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Let me just get... <clears throat> oh, screen door. <clears throat> Don't mind that. It's got a screen door. That's pretty neat. huh? What Our, does? The bedroom? The bedroom has a screen door, yep. <clears throat> this uh, is outside. Hey, this is a backyard. Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's not it's even a, a fenced-in backyard. I can just see my neighbor. Mm-hmm. There's a dog bone. <laughs> oh. This is a bedroom. It's the bone of a dog. It's not a dog biscuit. It's bones from a dead dog. <laughs> oh, jeez. And I know what a dead dog's bones look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, sorry. D- he works for the pound. It's I not a creepy thing. Okay. He's okay. a dog catcher. Well, good. I was about to check your your credentials because a lot of people are knocking down my door trying to get in this place. Um, but that's probably a Halloween decoration. Let's look at it. <laughs> yeah, a little fur there, but that's just for realism. Definitely a dog. Look, we're, we're broke. We can't afford to live anywhere too much more expensive than this. So if this is the only problem with it, I guess I'll live in this weird outdoor room. It's a backyard. Don't do that. Don't do that, Jake. I'm sure there's some way it's, to keep the, the weather out, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, there's Here's a... Uh, looks like a tarp on the ground there. I was about to show you. This might seem like the worst room, but it does have a bathroom. Where's the bathroom? Mm-hmm. It's right over here. That's a hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a dirty hole. Well, yeah, another that hole's not clean. More, there's more dog bones. <laughs> there's definitely more bones Ooh, in there. Buried in dog. <laughs> Someone got really thorough in their Halloween decorations, I think. Or maybe someone buried a dog. <laughs> Listen, I mean, no matter what, Jake, you're still going to have to pay $650 to live back here. Well, you think that. Sir, <laughs> I'll sleep under this plastic tarp if you cut my rent by $100. Hmm. Okay, I'll cut your rent by 100 and I'll have to raise it on YouTube by 50 No, Wait, that doesn't what? make sense. That's the same rent. That's the same cost of the apartment. No way. My room doesn't even have dog bones in it. You want the dog bones? <laughs> well, you want to trade rooms? Why don't you take the outside? Okay, I'll take the outside room. These right. bones stay here. <laughs> yeah, this, this room's actually perfect for you, Biff. You've yeah. been talking about a room like this. Finally, a room where I can spread my wings. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, I will clean this hole for you. <laughs> oh my Blow god. Towards. You just blowtorch <laughs> the whole backyard. I thought that was a hose. Uh, and it came out Whoa. to be a bloat. Well, hey. That's how thing. all these dogs died. You're out here blowtorching all over the place. Uh, you know, I did have complaints that due to fracking nearby, uh, that maybe the water was difficult. Are you, are you fracking? Hmm? Are you the one that's fracking? Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen Beverly people- Hillbillies? <laughs> There's a fortune to be ma- made beneath this city. We're not far from the tar pits, friends. The Beverly Hillbillies, he makes the money elsewhere, <laughs> then moves to Beverly Hills. That's the whole story. Well, I, this is West Hollywood. I'm so close. <laughs> I'm so close. It's technically two blocks away from West Hollywood. This is still technically Hollywood. I mean, I guess we'll take it. You'll take it? Yeah, we'll uh, take yeah. it. All right, let me get out the lease. <clears throat> Here, just That's just a dead over. dog. <laughs> I'm not signing that. Sign it. I'm not signing that. How do you want me to sign this dog? <laughs> just uh, scratch on the fur. Okay. So scratch on the fur. It's okay. a lot of... Listen, there's a lot of dogs in the neighborhood. There's a lot of dogs in the area. But I will say this. I did kick out the improv students that live upstairs. Oh, so. oh God. Oh, thank God. I'm talking real shit.
Yeah. Cool. Well, let's get into it, huh? Mm-hmm. Great. Um, hottest day of the year, and we're going to do some improv. Um, who's going first? Do you want to... doesn't matter to me. I have no, I have no preference. I don't, well, I don't either. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go first? Great. Jake's going to go first. Uh, I don't know what either of you are talking about, so this is the... Are you supposed to know ahead of time? Sometimes, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. No, uh, I wish I had cleared it with you. No, no, no. You don't have to clear it. You don't have to clear it's it. Thing. I actually prefer correct. it this way. I yeah. used to. <laughs> not not what you say. Is that it's not politically correct? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could talk about whatever you like. Sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go dark. Okay. Uh, I've been very peripherally uh, involved in like multiple deaths in my oh, life. Really? Uh, very peripherally, where I don't. I don't feel guilt in any way. But let's go through them. <laughs> Uh, the first one I had nothing to do with. The first one, uh, I got nothing to do with this one. <laughs> no, the first one, uh, when my family moved to Los Angeles, we're from the East Coast, originally New York, we felt we're the Regals, Jake Regal, the, the Regal Curse is what we called it. Uh, we first ate at the Castaways restaurant in Burbank, uh, and then it burned down very shortly after, like a couple days after. And then, like, a week later, maybe a little more than that, uh, 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 we went to Travel Town, which is uh, this stupid but fun uh, park next to the Los Angeles Zoo where they have all those trains that you could look at the insides. Uh, and like I was, actual trains? Yes, actual real trains. Uh, but there's also, like, a little train <laughs> with, a, with, like, a conductor for the kids. And me and my sister were little kids at the time, so we went on that train... Uh, and the conductor was so nice to us, and he chatted up my parents. Then the next day, uh, my parents read in the paper that his wife had killed him. Uh, Whoa! Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh. So that's... Oh, what? That's the first one. Uh, and also, unfortunately, the one I have the least additional information on. That's just uh, oral storytelling at this point, because I was a young child when this yeah. all happened. Uh, Whoa! Yeah. So, what do you mean? You like he was just nice to you? That's all you, that you were just like, told is that he was just, just nice that. But yes, that my my family had just moved to the West Coast, uh, and we were still getting acclimated. And he was like very open and talked chatty, and and wasn't like, all right, get off my train to my parents, uh-huh. basically. Uh, yeah. Why did he do it? Why did he get killed by his wife? I mean, why did she do it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they print motive in the, in the newspaper. Sometimes it's like money or like there's some clear... Like the Zanku chicken, wasn't there like money involved? Ooh, I don't know. A quick side story. I think they like killed their... I don't, oh my God, I shouldn't be talking about it. I have no idea. But I think... The Zanku chicken? I think somebody in the Zanku chicken like owner's family like... Oh my God, I don't know. We should Google it before yeah, we keep okay. talking. But usually there's a motive, like Zangu chicken money or something. <laughs> it's usually chicken money. <laughs> chicken money. What's up with that chicken? It's a great place. Also, yeah. just got free chicken. Yeah. So, so okay. Okay, okay so that's the first one. Uh, second one, I'm going to change names for this one because I know the full name of the person. Uh, it was uh, a kid in camp. Uh, I guess I'm spoiling the story. Uh, usually I tell this story and then the punchline, if there is... <laughs> such a word is that he died uh but no so i'm in camp uh in catalina island i'm 11 12 years old uh and and uh there's this 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 kid we'll call him brett and brett is the kind of kid who will like do anything on a dare so we like bet him a box of mike and ike's that he wouldn't go to the woman's side of camp and strip down to his underwear and scream look at me look at me and he did it (laughs) Uh, he was, he had, yeah, a lot of Like they said women's, like, there's the, boys and then women. <laughs> the boys and the women. Very much a Freudian look at my psychology. Uh, 
I'm still the boys. They are still the women. The boys uh, and the mommies. That's right. <laughs> what do the mommies say? <laughs> uh, in any case. Uh, and so uh, one day, while he was out tubing, I think, which was the most fun thing you could do at this camp, uh, we stole his disposable camera, because this was the era of disposable cameras, we meaning everyone else in the uh, cabin. Uh, he was in our cabin. And we stole his camera, and we just took a dozen pictures of our dicks and balls and butts. Uh, and we cut to the boat ride back. It's a Catalina Island, so you take a boat from Long Beach to Catalina Island. Uh, Brett is like, we're just sitting and chatting, and Brett's like, I can't wait for my parents to see these pictures. They're going to be so excited to see them. And I had like this moral dilemma, like, do I keep up this great prank and say nothing, do I tell the truth uh, and spare him whatever horrors he would go through with his parents? And so I say, Brett, uh, you gotta know, we we stole your camera, we took a picture of our dicks. Don't show that to your parents. Uh, and he said, thank you, Jake, that's, that's really nice of you to say. And then, yeah, I never saw him again until two, like, a year later, uh, our mutual friend's mom... Uh, walked up to us and you said, did you hear Brett was killed in a drug deal gone wrong? <gasps> yeah. Wait, how many years later? Like a year. He was 13. Oh my god, he was buying drugs? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, and shit went awry. Uh, and it was like, oh, am I responsible? <laughs> like, am I, by not saying anything? Like, by, or no, by saying something? Like, uh, what if he got in trouble that one time? Uh, would that have set him on a different path? Or if, oh, you had, if you guys hadn't relentlessly bullied him, maybe he wouldn't have needed to self-medicate with drugs. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's just like All a right. idea I'm tossing right. out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone did shit like that. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, quick side camp story. Uh, there is a campfire character there named uh, Poopy, the sock puppet, which said, for me to poop on, like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, except I was introduced to Poopy first, so when I watched Conan for the first time, I saw Triumph, and I was like, they stole that from Poopy. (laughs) (laughs) Who were you sitting with when you said that? I, myself. Me, myself, and I. Uh, One last one. Uh, Conan for, writer. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 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 for, for which I... Conan writer. <laughs> you just happened to be That's sitting right. next to a Conan writer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 one last one. So, uh, in college, I guess I have to use her real name because this is public knowledge. Uh, the, the I went to UC Santa Cruz and the provost of the college when I was there, her name was Denise Denton. Uh, she was a fine person, but, uh, she did some things that the kids didn't like. She gave her partner a six-figure job to do effectively nothing. She spent $20,000 of the school's money to build, like, a dog track. (laughs) And the people in Santa Cruz would, would rally about anything. They used any chance they got to have, like, a protest or something like that. Uh, and so people did some pretty cruel stuff to her. Like... They locked her in, like, they kept her in her house and wouldn't let her leave for a day, just, like, screaming at her. And I didn't do anything nearly that bad. Uh, But me and my friends did make a T-shirt printing company, and one of the T-shirts we made was just, like, a real close-up, maybe unattractive picture of her face, and we sold that. Uh, And that was, like, our bestseller. And then that summer, she jumped off a building. So... I still don't feel any true culpability for that, but it's definitely the the one where I feel the most like 
oh, I contributed in some very small way to bullying this person who died and killed herself. So it's kind of awful. But she was yeah. asking for it, I feel like. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Look, I said I was she getting might have dark. also been yeah. out on her luck on dog track bets. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, she wanted no, to no, no, it. not like that kind of dog track. <laughs> I know, like that's a little what I was dog, Like a dog walking thing. Like oh, a, I was like picturing a, a dog bed in the school. No, no, no. that's wonderful. Who would, yeah. <laughs> what a nice lady, actually. Wait, now I do feel bad. That's what I was saying. She was asking for it. Yeah. You both thought it was yeah. a gambling dog well, I definitely track. thought she was like an insane person building a gambling dog track in a yeah. university. Right. Where are you from? Born. Or where did you grow up? Grew up in Florida. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have dog tracks there? Uh, it's all dog tracks. Okay, yeah. Florida, yeah. <laughs> we had them in, there's one in Wisconsin, like on the border of Wisconsin and Illinois. I went there once and I was like, this is dumb. Like just watching greyhounds chase a fake rabbit. Anyway. <laughs> just curious. No, these two didn't think of it. <laughs> so it's been some time since. Since I've been very partially responsible for someone's death? <laughs> yeah. I, to the best of my knowledge, yes. That is funny. Uh, yeah. So you only really remember meeting one. And that's the guy who you did a nice thing to. Yes, uh, that's he's the only person I, I really have any. Denton, you didn't meet. No. Okay. Never met. This does uh, kind of remind me of like that. We thing. did get a cease and desist though. Oh really? Yeah, from the school. Ah. But I think that was in general because we were selling T-shirts on campus, which was okay. like we were operating a business out of our on-campus apartment. <laughs> Not so cool. What did the T-shirts say? Again? Nothing. It was just, just her face. face. Oh, just her face. Yeah. <laughs> Setup joke and punchline, I guess. <laughs> uh, we had a very unpopular chancellor at where I went. I went to Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, she for kind of good reason, but uh, like it also was like a little bit like the people were mad, and then it got a little bit like okay, maybe we don't have to call her like a bitch and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, yeah. She she's I think still ruling. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but she's the one that changed Syracuse Orange Men to Syracuse Orange. I didn't know that was a recent change. Yeah, that's, that's pretty recent. Well, maybe They not. were the Orange Men? Orange Men. That used to be the... What does it mean? Nothing at all. Oh. Uh, but, like, to be, like, PC just became Orange. But, like, there was, like, 70 years of people. Orange that were, like, people. Orange Wait. Men and Orange Women. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like they were... But what's the PC aspect of it? The they got rid of the aspect. gender yeah. identity from, oh, from the... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's uh, great. It is, it, and she did it over the summer, so no one was around. <laughs> Nobody cared. Yeah. Oh, people did. <laughs> oh, they did? Especially mm-hmm. alumni. I didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Well, I guess this one shirt is <laughs> worthless. <laughs> <laughs> or it's... Or it's a collector's item. But to your story, it sounds like that thing of, like, when someone loses a football game. Hmm. Like, when, like, a pro... A pro team loses a football game, or a pro football team loses a football game, and people are like, "I shouldn't have worn this shirt." Right? So, like you're sort of associating it with yeah. like, do, do, yeah, yeah, I I'm guess not, that's true. Yeah, I'm not trying to pick on you. But, yeah, it's it's like I shouldn't have worn this shirt and called Brett Favre a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 Don't do that on this podcast, by the way. Favorite uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, those are weird connections. I've thought about that, too, like... Or I've thought about the idea that, like, if I take too long in a parking lot or something, like, moving my car out, and then that person is late going to what they get to, and, like... Right. Like, we've probably all Murder indirectly... Been culpable yeah, for yeah, yeah, some, like, Murdered yeah. a lot of people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you've probably done something along the way that made somebody in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. uh... 
And, you know, so yeah. yours are far more removed, except that you just have an awareness that... Oh, I have no real, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. guilt over these things. Right. But uh, it's fun to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. makes, it's kind of like you're God, if you think about it, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. You, you caused all of this to happen. Sure. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, guys, 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 Rubates. Ru- uh, close the door, shut the blinds. Uh, did you see what happened at Rusty's? Did you see what happened at Rusty's? No. Rusty's Bar and Grill? No. Oh my god, there was a humongous fight outside in the in the parking lot. Uh, uh, and there, and a bunch of car, the cars got involved. Oh my god. There was like a, a, a two-way accident. One guy got completely smooshed. Uh, between the cars, it was a horrific scene. Are you okay? I think, uh, yeah, I wasn't there. I just uh, heard about it from my friend Lyle. Um, but the guy who got smushed was the busboy that I told looked like uh, a young Macaulay Culkin. Do you remember that? Uh, we were when no. we were at Rusty's. Be honest, I don't. There remember. was the busboy that looked like a young Macaulay. We've been to Rusty's in like young five years, though. Culkin. We haven't been to Rusty's hmm? in like five years. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Lyle remembered that. <laughs> he remembered that. Yeah, Lyle's got a good memory. I guess so. That might have been a bit just with me and Lyle, but we were like, Proud. with our hands against our face. What does this have to do with the? Is he okay? Like, what does it have to do? He's not okay. Got smushed. Yeah, but he's what dead. What smushed me? <laughs> Two cars came together and smushed him. He's completely oh dead. God. Yeah, and then a fight broke out. Uh, the fight had already broken out. Oh. This guy, uh, I don't remember his name, but... But wait, why are we shutting the blinds? Like Because, I don't know, I just, I feel like this is my fault and they're coming for me. Your fault? How is it your fault? Did you, did you start the fight? Did you start a fight again? Did you start another fight? <laughs> I, I, not at Rusty's. So, wait, so how was this your fault? Yeah, you gotta connect these dots. Well... If I hadn't told that kid that uh, he looked like a young Macaulay Culkin, and he had a job, so he was probably at least 15 years old. It was five years ago. Uh, okay, so now he's 20. But trust me, I had a baby face growing up, and I was very self-conscious about it. I bet you he started using and abusing, dealing drugs out the back of Rusty's, uh, probably had running a little prostitution ring. Maybe he was in the ring. Maybe he was getting prostituted. All hell broke loose. His parents came in. He ran out to get away. He goes up to one car, puts his hands on the bumper. Another car comes, smushes him from behind. He goes... Uh, both hands against his face like young Colkin, and he's dead. You gotta stop hanging out with Lyle, man. Yeah, I think that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big think that's a stretch. Macaulay Culkin was famous and successful and really like known to be adorable, right? Yeah. So even if you did say that, and even if yeah, it did linger thing. in his head, it's not enough to make you start selling yeah. drugs. <sighs> Maybe you're right. Let's turn on... Oh. Police. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The cops are here. The cops? All right, it's fine. Okay. Police. I'll get it. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be brushing my teeth. Okay. All right. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, does a Josh Simpson live at this residence? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, is he here right now? I've, Can I ask what this is about? Uh, he. We just have a few questions about for him about a incident that happened at Rusty's. What? Oh my god! <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> is that him? I hear. <laughs> no, that was no. A television. That's the television. The Swedish television. <laughs> yeah, the television is okay. Hiding. Um, so he's not here? No. Okay. Um, well, I'm just going to leave my business card. Uh, please give me a call this if he really shows nice up. a nice business card. Thank you. There's like a gun, there's like a gun on it and a little, night, a little club. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. What a, what a really cool little club. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Says you also DJ? 
I do. Wow. <laughs> yep, DJ Sheriff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you for that. Yeah. I'm going to actually... No, wait, I'm sorry. Is Josh <laughs> a suspect? Uh, I'm not allowed to say suspect. Uh, he is... We've just got some questions uh, about his involvement in the smushing. What, what involvement? Because <laughs> he wasn't there. Right, right. Um, but a, uh, we've got a Lyle. Uh, oh, fucking Lyle. Fucking Lyle. Who's this Lyle? You're, you're aware of this Lyle? We see outside that a, a young punk has gotten in the driver's seat of the cop car where it's <laughs> oh. been idling. Uh, oh, he runs away and uh, or drives yeah. away. Turn around to your car. Someone's taking your car. What? Someone huh? took your car. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. This happened again. Um, you, uh, leave it you just leave it running with the keys in it? Yeah, it's quicker that way for me. Uh, Down uh, on the corner, another guy runs into the road, <laughs> puts his hand on a car, and gets smushed by the cop car. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys saw. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, right? you. I think you were no. directly responsible. No, you guys were that talking was... to me about be hiring me to DJ no, your party. No, we never said we wanted to hire you. I think there was some. Uh, oh my god! What happened, interest. Josh? Um, <laughs> hey! Well, another smushing. <laughs> this wasn't your fault. I mean, it was kind of related to you oh, in a Josh way. Josh Simpson. Probably more than. Oh my god! What happened? What happened? You're you're gonna have to come downtown with me. Does anybody have downtown? How are you getting downtown? I mean, I can bring. I'm leaving to go to work. Great. Could you give us a ride? Yeah, I can give you guys a ride. Yes, I'll hang out with Lyle. (laughs) Lyle Menendez. (laughs) Hi. So you're the dean of uh, Notre Dame. Is that correct? Yes. So, uh, I'm here from the ACLU. Uh, I know that your your team is known as the Fighting Irish, and you have a drunken Irish character as your as your mascot. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna need you to add a female drunken Mick for uh, equity. Uh, a a drunken Mick. Well, an- another drunken Irish person, but a female drunk. Um, sorry, we, uh, well, Notre Dame has been around for a long time, and, uh... Yeah, that's right. We just change our mascot. We Look, you're the most pride. famous private Catholic institution, uh, perhaps in the country, and... Yeah. It would be a real show of, uh, progress if we had a little dopey drunk Irish woman next to the dopey drunk Irish man. Um, listen, I, I think that... Maybe this conversation we should be having is maybe we don't have any drunk mascot. Maybe we come into the uh, century in the modern times with a sober mascot. Maybe just an Irish person. Do you not have any Notre Dame pride? No, I'm sorry. You're asking me to change. You're the fighting Irish. Okay, I just... it seems A whole like... drunken nation on your shoulders. <laughs> no, that's not really what we want. Men and women. <laughs> the point is we don't really want to be known for drunkenness. Um, if we're going to change the mascot, I would say let's just have an Irish person who's an upstanding citizen, uh, goes to church and loves his or her family. Um, but I'm not comfortable with adding another drunken... Uh... You're not a football person, are you? No, I am a football <laughs> person. I have a lot of pride in, in Notre Dame. Okay, well, if you were really a football person, you'd know that... Every time Notre Dame takes the field, there's 11 bar brawlers swinging away at their opponents. <laughs> um, do you have something against Irish people? What? No, I I love Irish people. I I, I love this uh, they're not this all drunk. They're not all drunks. They're no, not. they're not all drunks. Yeah. Only the few, the proud, 
the Notre Dame fighting Irish, taking a swig of whiskey at 9 a.m., making sure they never cry, and playing football. No, no, that's not that's not really what Irish people are like. I think uh, Chancellor. Uh, um, yes? Hi, uh, uh, Professor O'Malley called. Uh, she's going to be in uh, late today. She had a bit of a bender. Okay. Um, okay. You don't have to say that in an Irish accent. Um, it, she had a few drinks. Is that what okay. you're saying? I'm just reporting it how she reported it. She said, "I won't be in. I had a bit of a bender." Okay. Um, well, that's a standalone. Female incident. professors can get drunk and miss work too. Hold on, no, that's not. We're not fighting for rights in that way. I think this is a standalone incident. Not all of our Irish teachers, I can assure you, are drunks. Okay, so um, I think if we're going to make any changes, we're just going to make it a PC Irish person who has a great job and loves their family. Okay. Wow. What does this Irish person look like? Uh, uh, dark brown hair. Dark brown hair and mm-hmm. what? Lily white skin? <laughs> uh, no, this Irish person is a darker skin tone. So there can't be white, drunken Irish people, huh? Is what? that what you're saying? I'm not sure what you're offended by. I? I hear me. Top of the morning. Uh, <clears throat> French guy here. <laughs> Hi. Top of the morning, do you? <laughs> Ah, sorry, sorry there. Hello. It's okay, Pierre. It's okay. You're, you're I'm French. gonna get my. Uh, Pierre, you don't have to do this. No, am I French? Yes, you're trying to be Irish, and it's okay. You don't have to do this. Listen, guys. I'm trying to be Irish. I didn't drink a whole fifth whiskey last night. No, time. no. Hold on, guys. This is not what this is about. Okay, Notre Dame is a very proud institution. Pierre, you should be ashamed of yourself. You were born in Paris. Okay, you don't have to get drunk. And I am ashamed on. of myself. No, that's why I moved to Ireland. This AKA is not Ireland. South Bend. Yeah, this is not Ireland. This Indiana. Is America. This is America. Okay. Yeah, close enough. All right. Close enough. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, what you there? What you from there? Pierre, what are you doing? I don't know. Well, hey, did you ever hear about the Touchdown Jesus? Okay. Uh, Touchdown um, Jesus. I, I think I have heard of. What that. if we put some lipstick and a little dress on him, eh? Oh, yes, a female Jesus. Why do all Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) You guys are being so offensive to Irish people right now, and I understand you're trying to be more gender sensitive, so you're being very offensive to Irish people. Everyone is. Hey, you ever been to Ireland? Okay, Pierre? I got it. (laughs) You ever been to Ireland? Uh, Yes, I've been to Ireland. Look, uh, why don't I ask 9 p.m.? Have you ever been to Ireland? What are you doing? What are you doing? You should be ashamed. I'm standing on hollowed Irish grounds. South Bend, Indiana. When you do that, you remind me of a leprechaun there. Oh, yeah. That was only four or five. All right, fine. Irish do all like to get drunk. And this is what I naturally sound like. Are you happy now? You're sloshed, are you? I'm very sloshed. Well, then, let's take a photo of you and get the mascot to uh, sew in. Yeah, let's take a photo of you. Get the mascot sewing. Get the mascot uh, sewing, then. That's a, fa- that's a famous Irish saying. Get the mascot a sewing. Hey! Hey! hey. hey. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna talk to the camp manager and quit. What? Really? I'm quitting camp. Why? Why? I'll let you guys in on a secret if you want to get in on it with me. I overheard some of the kids 
and they uh, they got this little character called Poopy the Poopy the name calling sock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know Poopy. Poopy's the best. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's a hot hot idea, Robert. I think you're in. <laughs> you're out of your depth here, Robert Smigel. Robbie Smigel. You. Robert, outside of camp, you think? I mean, it's only yeah. funny to us because we're like... You we, were campers. Yeah, we're camp kids. Right? We're campers. No, I think you take that sock, uh, you know, you put it in the... You know, you put it up against uh, a bunch of celebrities. You have, a, you have that sock interview celebrities. How? Celebrities aren't going to talk How? to a sock. Yeah, you know who talks to socks? Is the dopey kids around the campfire. Yeah, They'll give on. you meatball answers a, and then you, of course... convincing me, little Brian Stack, that this is a good idea. <laughs> It's not a good idea. Come on. No one's gonna listen, like I know that you think you're funny, Robert, but like you're not that funny. And poo poo is not gonna be a, a thing that's funny to anyone but us. I think if I take it from those kids and put a little of my own spin on it. But like that's a sock that someone someone rubbed shit on and started calling poopy six mm-hmm. years ago. They rubbed yeah. real shit on it? Yeah. Someone someone wiped their asshole with it. What? I thought that was just the name of it. No, it's no, that's a no, that's real a poop shit. sack. Yeah, it's no. A real poop sack. That's what you're going to do for celebrities? I don't think they're going to like it. There's real poop on it? Yeah. Yeah. I be- what did you do with the sock? I had a bit where we kiss. <laughs> you had a bit? So that's going to go where? You're going to do that with I celebrities? Know. Take a poopy sock and put it up to celebrities? Who's going to... I mean, I just don't understand. What do you want the sock to say to them? I don't know. Like, uh, oh, you, you seem like a great celebrity to poop. To, to poop, poop on. on. We know the catchphrase. No. To poop, poop on. And then they and do then, the bit where they kiss. Yeah, then they do the kissing bit. I'll get a new sock. Uh, I think it'll I be great. I don't think it's going to work Fine. at all. You guys can stay here at this camp. Fine. No, no, no. Let's let's do this. Pretend I'm like, I don't know, someone lining up for... <clears throat> pretend they made new Star Wars movies. See, Brian, Who can I just you? say something real quick? Yeah, little Todd Levin, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Would you quit interrupting? I know that you have that fun character around the campfire of the interrupter, uh, but honestly, like, do I have to bring it to this conversation? And also, no, I, can you imagine I if Brian tried to do legs. that? You think the interrupter's got legs? Yeah, I could take it. I said it's annoying, sure. is what it is. It's annoying around the campfire. It's yeah, one of the more annoying that's bits. Bit, that's just like an obnoxious thing you do when people are talking. Huh? <laughs> that's not a. Huh? Is he being funny? I. I don't know. Okay, I'm a, okay, I'm a celebrity. Okay. Yeah, you're a okay, masturbating then, bear. Then <laughs> uh, the bear might have legs. I mean, this is incredible. You guys are crazy. All bears masturbate. There's nothing exciting about this one. <laughs> this one's wearing a giant diaper. <laughs> and he's speaking to us. I mean, is it, am I funny? Just inherently? I didn't know that. The diaper is funny. Where did you? Why did you think to do that? I just like masturbating. Yeah, so, we all like that. Yeah, and and I'm a bear, so I get lonely in the woods. So I decided if I if I put a Relatable. diaper on, I could go to the bathroom at any time, and then I could be around humans more. If I'm not wearing it, then I'm going to the bathroom while I'm talking to you, and humans don't like that as much. Yeah, that's very logical, practical. Is I don't, a, I I don't see humor. In yeah, it. I didn't realize that was funny. I mean, like I'm starting to think maybe. Robert, maybe you are kind of funny. Guys, I have an idea. What if we took that six-foot-five monster we made out of sticks and put him on camera? That stick monster. And then we could be all the people that are behind this. Ronin? Yeah, Ronin. (laughs) I don't think so. What's the stick monster? I don't know. I know it's just a fun character. 
<sighs> you rigged him up so he pulls strings yeah, out of his That's strings. right. But that's <laughs> I, strings. I don't think there's anything. I don't think it's going to work. Guys, our parents are paying $50,000 every summer for us to go to comedy <laughs> camp. We have to come up with a bit at the end of the summer. That's right. Okay. We need one so bit by the end of the we summer. We need one bit. All right. So if my bit is just being what I am, a masturbating bear, then I'm done. Okay. 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 Robert, you're kind of a dick. What if your what if your sock insults people? Okay. Yeah. Um uh yeah, it could do that, right? Yeah. 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 Uh I'm not in. I'm going to wait like 10 or 12 okay. years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you guys later. Uh Careful. I'm a, What I, are you going to do? I don't know. Hit the New York stand-up circuit. Uh, enjoy my tw- 20s and early 30s. Right. I don't know. Pro- we'll uh, grab Louie, I guess. Louie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. The little red? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere. I can assure that you that. an idiot. <laughs> he had, I, he had oh, one, of the, one of the camp dogs lick cottage cheese off his balls. No way. That was him? Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw him do that. That guy's a monster. I He's ate a- that dog afterward. <laughs> I'm a bear. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, throw those skeletons away, though. We don't need those lingering around. <laughs> yeah, toss them in my bunk. Right? <laughs> you guys want to read this book? It's called Inside Baseball. Oh my god, I feel like I needed to Google. I feel like I needed to Google who all these people were just to be able to keep up with what was going on. <laughs> this is a weird one for me because I, uh, <laughs> I worked there for yeah. the where did you work? I don't know who Conan. these two people are. Oh, okay. Brian Stack's the. He, he now works on the Late Show, but he was like a. He was like a. He did so many characters yeah. on Conan. Todd Levin's a newer writer, which is why I said. He did like the. I think he came on during the, maybe the last year of the late, of late night, or maybe he came yeah. on during Tonight Show. But I. I mean, I know he was there for Tonight Show. Uh, but I don't know about. He's a very nice guy. Brian Stack was on my other podcast. He might have spoken into that microphone. Wow. At, the, at the beginning of this podcast, you should say, like, please read up on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> one, one bit is going to be completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, cool. I think that's... Good? Yeah. All right, cool. We'll keep that inside baseball in there. Uh, very good. Thank you, Jake, for sharing. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, hopefully... When's the last time the curse struck? How how it's it's probably college unless I'm I'm sure if I did some research I could find how one of my actions ultimately <laughs> killed someone but uh, that's the last one I know of. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, hopefully it's over and uh, Jake's yeah. apartment doesn't start on fire. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully not. Although we did book you for this podcast and then it was the hottest day of the year, so that's that could true. Be you. Wait, where, could you is there an apartment on fire? Uh, no, well, it was yesterday. There was a bunch of fires fire, yesterday but... and today actually. Yeah. Hmm. Um, not near me, though. That's good. All right. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, it's all I can do. <laughs> I'm not going to go run and fight one. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, let's move on to your meaty story, Laura. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, it's not really, us- I mean, it's just like a tiny story. But if you we have can, questions, we'll, we'll, feel free to ask Sure, them. great. Um, I was just talking about this earlier today, actually, and I realized for the first time earlier today how funny it was, uh... But it's sad. Um, okay. So my brother was blind. He had brain cancer and he lost his vision. And when he was like 17, my mom and I, and I just realized today like how ridiculous this was, but we wanted to take him to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> oh. 
We wanted to make him to Cirque du Soleil. I don't think we really knew what Cirque du Soleil was. We were just like, this could be a fun thing for like us, the, the three of us, to do together. So we got tickets, and we went to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> And we were sitting there, and we realized, like, halfway in, like, he's, he's, like, maybe, like, a quarter of the way in, hopefully early in, we realized he can't see any of this. So he's just, like, sitting there in the dark, basically, <laughs> listening to music while everyone's like, oh, what? <laughs> we're like, what the fuck did we do this? And we were trying to be, like... It's not that cool. It's not that cool. You're not really missing anything. But it was like but amazing, it was amazing acrobatics. And yeah, he just like was there the whole time, wondering what was so cool. So anyway. what's the timeline of that? So like, uh, when, when did he get the brain cancer? That oh, took his vision? he we got right away. He was 16 when he got the brain cancer, and he they tried to remove the tumor, and it was on his eye, so it lost, he lost his vision. Uh, it was crazy. Um, he was 16, yeah, and then he had it. He had cancer for six years, and then he passed away. Gotcha. Uh, Jake killed him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too dark. Yep, there you go, Jake. <laughs> um, the curse strikes again. <laughs> he talked to Jake for five minutes and then <laughs> got brain cancer. Um, yeah, so then he passed away uh, when he was 22, and I was 19. Gotcha. So he's okay. a little older than you. Yeah. Um, may we ask questions? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I've done. I've gone to therapy I'm so much that I'm like, dead. I'm I'm completely numb to it. Okay, just kidding. I dealt with it. <laughs> um, were you close with him? Yeah. Oh, very. Yeah. We were three years apart, and we li- we grew up in LA, and then we moved to Florida when I was ten and he was thirteen. And then he just like this is so like scary and going to give every neurotic person another reason to be neurotic. But he was like a skateboarding, normal pot smoking, alcohol drinking sixteen year old kid, and then just like lost his vision. Um, and my t- my dad took him to he was uh, driving to L A to visit my or live with my dad, and he lost his vision while he was driving. And then my Whoa. dad, I know, so he had oh, like his God. friend drive the rest of the way, yeah. and he had my dad take him to an eye doctor. And I was, like, on the phone with him being like, you're going to have to get glasses, you nerd. Um, Because it was, like, eye problems is what we were all thinking. And so he went to an eye doctor, and the eye doctor was like, oh, your eyes are perfect, like, 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was like, you have to go see, like, a brain surgeon. And then they were like, you have a tumor has to be removed immediately. And they removed it, and then he was blind. It's nuts. Whoa. I know. (laughs) It's weird to me that it wouldn't fade. The... The vision. Oh, like over time, like, like that it, that it happened while out. he was driving. Just while he was driving, like he well, it would like come and go. It was like blackouts. Like he like couldn't. It was like couldn't see. Then he would see, and then not see and see. Whoa! I know. So it was like he, yeah, 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 yeah. This is gonna be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then he, yeah, go ahead. And the. <clears throat> They were like, we'll remove the tumor and you likely won't get your sight back, or that? Yeah, well, they removed the tumor and it was like, it was more like a life-saving surgery. So it wasn't ever, like, discussed of, like, what are your options? It was like, here's what we have to do. Right. So they removed the tumor, but it took a part of his brain that was, like, reading, writing, speech a little bit, and then sight. So he had to, like, my mom retaught him how to, at 16, retaught him how to read and write and do math and everything. Wow. And, uh, And he had, like, a pinhole of vision. So okay. he could, like, see... So he didn't do Braille. He, yeah. Um, he eventually got to the place where he needed to do more... We learned, like... It was a whole thing. He lost oh, okay. his hearing, and then we had to learn sign language, oh. and he was, like... Oh, wow. It was, like, a whole Helen Keller situation wow. in my house. Yeah, it was crazy. That's... <laughs> bana- like, that's so cr- crazy that it came on so... Like... I know. I know. So late. It's one of those like, things. It's one of those things, and you were younger, too, so, like, during your high school, you are probably... Yeah, like, I was 13, <sighs> yeah, when, he, when it first happened, so it was, like, my whole teenage Whoa. years... 
So I was just partying my face off, uh, <laughs> self-medicating, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Did you... What... Uh, what... I've never uh, heard of that, like, having to, like, adjust to having someone who's blind in your house. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. after having no experience Absolutely, with it. Absolutely, like, yeah. It was a big learning. We had to get, like, a seeing eye dog. Okay. okay. It was so much learning. Yeah, he used it, a walking stick, and we had to learn, like, yeah, how do you walk with him? What, like, and he was very, you know, he was, before this happened, very, like, confident and fearless, so he kept a lot of that, and he really yeah. didn't want to be, like, helped very much, so it was a lot of, like, mm-hmm. figuring out how to help him without him knowing can, you're helping him. Can I ask a really offensive question? Please! Oh, I can't wait. Uh, my parents have a blind dog. <laughs> oh, it's just like that. Well, my, the dog <laughs> went blind after several years, and the vet was like, just don't move anything. The dog will have an imprint of where everything is and won't have any trouble getting around. Oh, like, I think dogs are smarter than humans in that way. I yeah. don't think my brother would. He he definitely had to like feel around yeah. almost all the time. Yeah. yeah, he was never just like confidently like striding through the house. Yeah. My <laughs> nephew is blind, oh. um, <clears throat> but that is one of the. Th- he's adopted from India, uh, but and my sister is like. She's amazing, but, like, organization is not her strong suit. Whoa. But after bringing him into the house, it is, like, um, you do have to, like, you can't move the furniture around. because no. it's like, oh my God. And there's things, like, um, you have to announce when you're in a room. Like, mm. there's all these little things of, like, uh, Jake's here. Jake's leaving because it's, like... Yeah, uh, they scare the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, like, um, uh, I'm curious, did... Uh, for Tony as my nephew, like things like putting on a coat and stuff like that, did the, did he have any challenges with that, or was that like he already knew? I think that's a similar imprint question, but like putting on a coat. What do you mean? Um, because like you, because the sleeves are like which sleeve is which? Yeah, like often um, he was very good at it, but the person at the Braille Institute was like uh, a lot of people who are blind have trouble because there's not like indicators of like which sleeve is which sleeve like so much of our clothes and everything is symmetrical Mm. so it's like uh you have to like learn for different things like that but if he had been doing it for so long yeah exactly like i think that kind of stuff he didn't have to relearn okay but it it is funny because he (laughs) he was sort of like a 16 year old like gold chain wearing baggy pants skateboarding type kid and then he just always dressed that way because yeah. like that's how he knew to dress and he wasn't as a, like a blind person he wasn't looking to like find a new fashion right. so just like up until he passed away he was like in a fubu jersey and like <laughs> like 22 years old like, oh yeah gold, big gold right. chain yeah. And, yeah same he looked like a 16 year old kid oh, yeah. for the rest of his oh. life yeah but yeah the dressing thing wasn't and I've, I've talked to blind people who like put pieces of tape on different colors and stuff so they know how to be like coordinated mm-hmm. yeah that wasn't an issue for him because his clothes weren't too like fancy. Right. Yeah, it's always just like a shirt. And yeah, because yeah. he's also yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did he, I went? I was gonna say, did he get help? Did he get help? He must have had a system for that. I know I'm just like wrong, focusing oh, on the wrong part. Please of this. no system for what? Uh, like getting dressed. I mean. I think it was just... Did he pick out his own stuff? Or? Yeah, because, like, again, like, he just had, like, a shirt, a drawer of shirts and a drawer, you know, closets, yeah. pants, so, like, he knew that. I, I once saw a guy in Franklin Village <laughs> it was a, with a blind cane, and his shirt said, fuck you, you fucking fuck. I've seen that guy. Really? <laughs> yes. Does it I, always say that? I mean, he's at least worn it on more than one occasion. Yeah, that's because I was like, I've my first thing too. was like, "Hey," and then I was like, "Oh, does he know?" And oh, then that's I was like, so oh, funny. I can't ask him. 
So yeah. you know your shirt. And also, the shirt says, fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> so, like, he either he doesn't want people. Knows. I would assume. I mean, he might be his way of being, like, funny and, like, right. I'm okay with being yeah. blind and, like, fuck you. It's a fuck. little much. <laughs> 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 he was an improv student. I tell him to, like, tone down your to shirt. Grow to it. <laughs> <laughs> You have to start with fuck you, you fucking fuck. There's not a lot, to, not a lot I of I hope it's not go. like a family member who pranked him and bought him that shirt. That was my other thought. It was like, did someone just hate him and put that put <laughs> that the rotation? So horrible. I hope not. <laughs> and no one's on the rotation. balls to tell him that it says that, so he's just been wearing it for 20 years. I was like, why don't I have any friends? They're <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that was, no, but I think, like, in my experience with him, my brother spent a lot of time in, like, blind schools and stuff, and met a lot of blind kids and they all have a very good sense of humor about it and I've, I, when I moved to LA I started like working with blind kids and they're like I mean every blind kid I've ever met every blind person I've ever met has like a very good sense of humor about it and like always open to talking about you know mm-hmm. their, what it's like and they just like would rather you ask them and talk about it than treat them weird or feel yeah. weird around mm-hmm. them yeah and my, my brother's favorite joke was like what does the blind guy say when he passes <laughs> the fish market what Hello, ladies. <laughs> that was his favorite joke. After he was blind, he was, then he's like, "I get it now. It's funny." Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, the fish market. <laughs> it's offensive to women and blind people. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's also Jake's favorite joke. <laughs> Jake told that joke last time you guys. Were don't, don't give away the punchline. Don't give away the punchline. <laughs> um. Okay. What was that six years like? like? Oh, I mean, hell, but, like, for so many reasons. I was living in Florida. I was drunk all the time. What part of Florida? Clearwater. Like, Dunedin. Tiny little uh, town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I had a... I went to Dunedin a lot. Why? Growing up. It was, that's just where my grandpa had a condo. So like, Oh, God. Yeah. Like, on the, co- the Dunedin Causeway? I don't know. Oh, okay. I was, I, it was, like, last time I was there, I was, like, 15 or 16. Oh, God, it's such a, like, like a little... I mean, it's great, but I was <laughs> I felt very claustrophobic there. I went to some underage club there, like, a t- for teens. Teen night? Yeah. Was it Storman's Palace? It was humongous, and it was really, really weird. Was it a far drive from where you were staying? A little bit. Then you were probably at Storman's Palace, and I was probably there, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was probably was grinding Storm's on Palace some stranger. Like? <laughs> um, at Storman's Palace, we would, like, get... My mom would, like, drop us off, and we'd have these huge bottles of, like, of vodka in water bottles. And she must have known that yeah. we were... And then we would, like, chug them in the parking lot. Oof. I know. Uh. Get in line, and then just, like, 13 years old, 12 uh. and 13 years old, just, like, grind on oh, sweaty oh, teenage dudes wow. for three hours, and then be like, Let's go home. <laughs> I remember being in there and I was like, oh, we might meet some fine young ladies tonight. <laughs> oh, you were mistaken. And I went in there and I was like, I just remember, <laughs> and I also looked, what uh, I said before was true, I looked very young. Like, if I shaved my beard right now, I could play high school probably. But when I was in high school, I was like, people were like, what is this kid uh, like, doing like with money? But <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of a sweet kid going to Stormin's Palace to like, meet a lady is so funny. Because it was all so like, sweet, it's I, all uh, girls <laughs> without dads in backless shirts and yeah. like, I mean that was Whoa. me I just remember my like, walking into a room and seeing a girl like twerking and yeah. like and she made me. eye contact with me and she was like <laughs> and she like kind of laughed <laughs> and I was like what is <laughs> you like exists? you're carrying a bouquet to give to the lady <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lady <laughs> basically that's so funny yeah because uh, I wow. remember that yeah Storman's Palace was hopping uh, one time me and my friends in college went to a, actually 
uh, we were doing a play called Corpus Christi, which is about what if Jesus and his apostles were alive and gay in Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> Very college. Uh, and we went to a gay club in San Francisco for research, quote unquote. Uh, and we waited outside in the line. We knew it was going to be too expensive to drink there. So we drank tequila and squirt. We had bottles mm. of squirt that we filled with tequila. And it was pretty disgusting, man. Uh, but we chugged all those things down, and then we finally got in, and it was ladies' night. Yep. And so we're like, oh, well, we kind of fucked up going to a gay club. But On ladies' night? Yeah. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Tequila and squirt actually sounds not that bad. Squirt? Yeah. I guess it isn't. You know, at the time, it sounded like a very terrible thing that we were forced to do. But, like, that sort of it's makes sense. It's not that sense. far from a margarita. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Boy, those years, <laughs> those years when you're, like... College oh, age, yeah. just before legal, legally drinking. Or yeah. I did it all like start. I started really young, and so then by the time I was college age, I was completely done with all of it. So yeah. I didn't like experience Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Who? What was your gateway into? It? Like having an older brother partying? Oh my god, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, I mean probably. I think. Yeah. And like not my dad wasn't there. And my mom was working working a lot, and then my older brother was like into all of it. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of like me being desperate to grow up. When yeah, I was like eleven. I yeah. uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I didn't drink. I mean, I had like one Mike's Hard Lemonade in high school, and I sipped my parents' vodka. I didn't really drink until college, and I got a girlfriend like immediately in college. Uh, and I was trying to impress nice. her. Hell yeah. Uh, just what to do. Oh, sorry. I forgot to say I was also a virgin until college. Like, I was just completely inexperienced, and then immediately everything was thrust upon me in college. Uh, 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 and so to try to impress her, uh, I went to, like, we were hanging out in a friend's room, and they were like, we have a 151. I'm like, yeah, I'll drink that. And we, I just started doing shots of Bacardi Ooh. 151, Ooh. which is not a shot. That's a, that's a mixer. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a 100 proof or 151. It's 151. Okay, 151 yeah. proof. 70, yeah, it's like... Blah. Yeah. It was uh, okay. not a good time. But I didn't know any better. I'm like, this is what alcohol is. Right, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I got one last question for you. Yeah. Well, uh, and this might be broad or weird, but uh, w- what did you learn from the whole thing? If, if oh, my God. I know that's probably... Oh, a- I mean, like, and, I mean, too many things to, like, have time to say here. I mean, I think one of the biggest things was, like, gratitude. Because I think I saw firsthand, like, what it looks like to have your life change so drastically. And I think it helped me. And I gave this very, like, uh, self-important speech at his funeral that was, like, about this very topic. But I felt, I mean, very strongly that way of, like, we take so much for granted and we complain about so much and we, like... And what I was doing at that whole time was, like, making my life harder and drinking and doing all these things to make my life harder. And seeing that... My brother just wanting to, like, live his life, but all these things happening to him that he couldn't control. I realized, like, that after he passed away, I was like, okay, I have to get out of my own way, be grateful for what I have, and, like, go work as hard as I can to, like, have positive things happen. That was my big takeaway. That's a great takeaway. (laughs) Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, that created that. That gratitude thing is, like, that's huge. Yeah, but when you see someone lose their vision, you're suddenly like, holy shit, I'm the luckiest person in the fucking world. And I think it's really hard to lose that. To lose focus, lose sight of that. Yeah. But I think yeah, when you watch it happen, you're like, oh god, yeah. I got in a fender bender yesterday, and I was like, "Fuck this week, <laughs> <laughs> fuck my life." Yeah. I think that happens to Josh Simpson. Improv. Hello, lady. <laughs> Lovely electronic music they're playing tonight. Uh, yeah, whatever. 
Do you uh, partake in this venue often? Do you want me to ride your dick? <laughs> yes. Do you want me and my friends to ride your dick? What? Yes. What? Why are you wearing a bow tie? Um, I'm sorry. A lot of things are happening at once right now. Are I... you a scientist? No, I aspire to be, but right now I'm just a student. Uh, I was hoping that I might find love tonight. Find love? You want to fuck my friends? <laughs> my friend will fuck you. Yeah. Um. I will. Charlene. Yeah. You'll fuck him. He's a scientist. Oh, I'll totally fuck a scientist. <laughs> well, uh, my parents say that sometimes uh, sex and love can be easily confused. Are those your parents right over there watching us? <laughs> yes. Hey, Jake, how's it going over there, pal? Scary. Um, Charlene will fuck your parents. Yeah, totally. No, thank you. Your mom can fuck my face. <laughs> How? Charlene, she's saying your mom can fuck her face. Yeah. What? Nancy, did you hear that? <laughs> Nancy's going to the... She's been got some iced tea. Nancy! Do you come, do you come to this club a lot? <laughs> no, it's my first time. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you like tulips? Two lips, like, You're... around your dick? No. <laughs> um, no, with these flowers. They're for you. Oh, why? I just wanted to show you what a lovely lady you are. What? I'm sorry. It's hey. my first time here. Am I doing this wrong? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, you're supposed to degrade us and disrespect us and tell us to bend over and mop the fucking floor. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me try. Oh, you fine, <laughs> fine specimens. Um... Would you like to go for a, a, a walk to my dick? <laughs> Would you like to go to the beach? Jacob! Oh, mommy, mommy! I'm sorry, mommy! Walk to your... What? <laughs> oh, now I just dropped my whole dang iced tea on the ground. Oh, no. Did you guys bring your own iced tea, your own gallon of Arizona iced tea? Oh, we tried, uh, but we have to get it at the bar here. Oh. Uh, this bu- <laughs> we didn't fill this up though. <laughs> you brought your own empty gallon, and then you- we didn't. We want to recycle. Okay. Right. Where'd your husband around. go? Uh, he went to the bathroom and said he had to work out some thoughts. Oh, I think he went in there with my friend. What? My friend Violetta. Violetta? Uh huh. Now, what is he doing with the? She was the one with the breasts also on her back, right? Like yeah. Pairs of she breasts? got the. It's called double breast implants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. She got them for a graduation gift. I'm sorry if my boy was so rude to you just then when yeah, he asked if yeah, you Yeah, yeah, it to... was rude. He was like, do you want to go to the beach? I'm like, no, I don't even know you. That's yeah, rude, right? Y- yeah. Get yeah. in the car with a stranger? Yeah, like, what are we? Ugh. Ugh. Well, what would... Jacob. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was very forward. What was I... the walk to the dick part? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that part was really nice. I really, I liked that yeah. part. That made me feel yeah. like I understood what he wanted. Yeah, he was being direct and yeah, up front. and up front like a man. Yeah. Yes, mother, I'm a man. <laughs> and let Excuse me tell me? you in this moment that I'll have no more yeah. of your shit talking. Yeah, tell your mom to bend <laughs> over. Say bend over and scrub the fucking ground. Mother, I wish you to bend over and scrub the ground like a fucker. Oh my God, all these guys are lining up behind her. Excuse me. Don't fuck my mom. Don't fuck my mom. Don't you fuck my mom. I didn't even bend over. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sweetheart! <laughs> oh, your dad's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your wife is getting grinded on by a bunch of strange teenage boys. Hey, hey now, excuse me. Excuse me, fellas. Uh, oh, the boys me. are moving over to him. Oh, no, your dad! <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, come on. You know, you've got hard penises here. Daddy and my mommy! Stop fucking my daddy and stop fucking my mommy! Watch your language, son. I've got, I've got my own stuff. I'm sorry, daddy. To handle here. <laughs> now, tomorrow we're gonna go to Bush Gardens and have ourselves a family day. <laughs> Bush Gardens, is that a strip club? Yeah. That shows full bush? No, bush, what? Bush, uh, uh, is there that? No, I'm not interested. <laughs> what did you say? You're interested in bush gardens? Sweetheart, let's not get riled. Now, Jacob, uh, head to the door, uh, run outside and he- hug a security guard's leg. We'll oh. see you in a second. I'm afraid I must exuant, <laughs> fine ladies. Oh, no. Hey. All right, you want to make out? Yeah, we? yeah. Okay. Okay, how about... I like went for a second. <laughs> Just want to look at look at this. Strange. Me too. <laughs> I mean... Is your whole family going to just watch us sneak out? Uh, well, we're all amazed. Um, I've always had thoughts. Uh, J- Jacob. <laughs> yes. Yes, my mommy and my daddy have to go. They've been fucked by too many people. I do have cum on my khakis. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, hi. Uh, first of all, welcome to Ralph's Grocery Store. I hope you're getting around fine. And I am. I find it nice. Uh, organized. Great. Yeah, your dog is then... No. Oh. Uh, wonderful. Oh, good. Um, I don't know if you are aware, and I feel awkward asking this, um, but y- d- your t-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, it says, suck my fat dick... <laughs> Everyone who... Everyone? What? It's supposed to be kittens playing with yarn. (laughs) What? It says, suck my fat dick, everyone. No! Mommy, what does this shirt mean? Uh, It says, kittens playing... What does it mean? Oh my god, I'll just take it off. This better, right? This undershirt is fine? (laughs) Oh, uh, actually, put that first one back on. Why are there all those dead people on your shirt? What? It's supposed to say, number one, death. <laughs> Faces of death. Oh, yeah, that's my the, God. That's the train scene from Faces of Death. Oh, my God. What was that underneath? What? Hold on. Just let me, let me take a look. Huh? That one's a mirror with a dick going into it. So anyone, you walk by, it looks like they're sucking a dick. Wait, what? You're going to have to... I uh, I was well, born blind. You're going to da- have to describe <laughs> that My one. daughter's reflecting on it. Now, sweetheart, mommy, get back oh, behind me. Mommy, the- I don't want to be doing this. You're not. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's offensive. It's like a million dicks and then a mirror. Oh, my God. It it was supposed to say I had a great time at Gnomeland. Yeah, but there's a mirror on it. How did you not... I don't... I thought it was a shiny gnome. It's a little glass mirror. How did you... Oh, I, I don't know. I went to a wizard... Like a gnome land. Like a amusement park. I thought it was part of that. Okay. Um, you oh, know, Jesus. what you should do maybe, mister, hmm? is take off all of your shirts and then maybe you won't have the problem anymore. Well, that's that's a good idea. <laughs> Okay, well, you do have to keep a shirt. The dog is going crazy right now. Wow, you have a lot of tattoos. Yeah, they should. What are they? (laughs) They're They're very offensive. No, they can't be. uh, uh, Lila, would you buy... I remember that tattoo from when I learned about World War II in class. That symbol. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you have it? Yeah, big swastika. Yeah. <laughs> what? The swastika. You're supposed to say I love mazes, and then a picture of a maze. <laughs> Is that what? not a maze? Still not a great tattoo. <laughs> I love mazes. I mean, yeah, that tattoo's on there. <laughs> we got to the tattoo part. <laughs> So, uh, what are you looking for, man? Uh, I just want to highlight my interests. Uh, uh, mazes. Mazes? Yeah, uh, labyrinths, mazes. You want me to draw a maze on you? Yeah, a maze. Make it tough. I don't want it to be easy. Yeah, I'll draw a maze on you. <laughs> okay. I'll draw a maze on you, all right. Great. Start here, exit here. Right? Not to reveal, they're just in a garage with a bunch of skinheads. <laughs> you gonna do the tattoo? Oh, hell yeah, we are. You think he's buying it? Yeah, uh, hey man, hmm? you buying this? <laughs> yeah, I'll pay for it. I'll, uh, yeah, take your word for All it. Right. This seems like an upscale joint. Welcome to joint. Otterland Tattoos. <laughs> great, great. This is nice. What do you got, uh, you got some other guys in here getting tattoos? Oh yeah, we got a whole bunch of boys. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, you want a haircut? <laughs> we cut to his yeah. apartment after the grocery store incident. <clears throat> Honey, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good, good, good. I had a rough day out there. Oh, you did? What happened? <laughs> that was my beautiful it's wife. Still in the same garage. <laughs> Uh, wife's, um, your wife, Dana, is doing fine. Uh, good. I'm still having that clitoris problem. (laughs) Boy, once it gets big, it just doesn't go down, does it? Sure doesn't. Uh, hey, you want me to? I'll suck it later. (laughs) (laughs) Could suck my clit later. Boy, we've had a fun marriage. Oh, just fuck this day. Fuck this day. What's wrong? You wouldn't believe it. I was out there trying to park for four to five minutes. Mm. And what do I see? I see um, the Buick. You know the Buick. The Buick of the neighbor lady that lives across the street. Mm -hmm. And guess who's parked uh, a little bit too far in the middle of the parking spot. You know what I'm talking about? There's enough space for two. Yeah. But she she was a, didn't pull forward far enough, so I couldn't pull my car there all the way. Um, so I had to go park a block away. Well, I'm um, sorry to hear that. Anyhow, welcome to the Ninth Ward. We'll be <laughs> rebuilding houses today for people who lost their property in a recent hurricane. <sighs> I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. I can't even today. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we all have our own struggles. For instance, all the people here lost their homes and, in some cases, their lives to Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, this house <clears throat> in particular is really special because uh, the family that is going to inherit the house, uh, both of their children died uh, in their arms while the water was rising up. Hmm. Why didn't they hold up their kids? Um, they tried to, but the water was too strong and it swept them down to the ocean. So. Yeah. So, just pick up a hammer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Us. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was probably overreacted. Yeah. We've all so, had days. We've had, yeah. We all have a lot of stress right now. Yeah. I fully understand. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so right now, uh, I'm going to make sure this has a sturdy foundation. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. work on the, uh, the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Oh, fuck me. What's wrong? God damn it. I got sawdust in my eye. Are you kidding me? Who sawed? Did it, Did you guys sweep before you came here? Did someone saw? It, somebody saw. Yeah, we yeah. saw. Yeah, we, we made sure saw. that the... Mm-hmm. Ow. That smarts. It smarts hard. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it smarts hard. Um, sorry that the sawdust got in your eyes. Uh, I guess you could clean your eyes out on that pile of human feces that's been collecting in the corner from the people who've been squatting here for lack of other homes. What are we doing here? We're, we're rebuilding houses. <laughs> we're rebuilding people this lost their After, homes yeah. in Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, we're rebuilding them. Which uh, what did you come down here for? Yeah, why are well, you Well, it was a Habitat for Humanity trip, but I thought it was going to be Bourbon Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a monster. What? You're a monster. It's New Orleans. It's Louisiana. Let's have some fun. People are not having fun. People are struggling to keep their lives together. Look, we need to make sure to rebuild all three bedrooms of this home so we can house as many people as possible. (laughs) Yeah, we looked at the bedroom you said you built. It's not. It's a backyard. Just a bunch of dog bones. (laughs) Those dog bones. Are you... uh, I can't even... What do you mean? Those dogs lost their life. How, what are you grossed out about the bones? One of them was a schnauzer. Did you kill Gross those dogs, dogs. Trash? Mm-hmm. Did you kill... What, how do you know what kind of dog it was from just looking at the bones? Did yeah, you one, kill the dog? One of the big pointy ears like a schnauzer. How do I, you know? Because I killed the fucking schnauzer. Why? 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 Was it, it in was your parking yipping. spot? It was... Well, it started in my parking spot, but it was yipping at me oh from God. the backyard, and I said, uh, these dogs, I can't even. Oh, my uh, God. So I hammered its brains. You what did you do hammered? to the neighbor who parked her Buick in your spot? Hammered her brains. You hammered her brains? <laughs> give, me your, give me your hammer. <laughs> give me your hammer right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my, oh my god. god. Oh my god. Oh my god. You just killed the, the, the director of Habitat for Humanity. Oh my god. Maybe the best person in the whole entire world. We cut to the other room. Someone meekly comes to the doorway. Did this have something to do with me? No, this wasn't. <laughs> I feel like I'm responsible. Police! <laughs> oh my god. Hide. You should hide. hide. What, me? Yes. Yeah, hide. hide. What about the. She's got the bloody hammer. He's got the bloody hammer. Oh, you should god. hide. You're implicated. Hide. Okay, I'll go out in the back. Excuse me, police. Hi, sorry. Hi. Hi. Does Mosh Pimpson live here? Mosh Pimpson? No, no. Um, yes, he does. We have reason to believe that he one time called the man Brad (laughs) Darif, which is a very strange and obscure thing to say Uh and may be responsible Mm. in some way for Hurricane Katrina entirely. He's not here. Um, I mean... Listen, officer, he is here. He's in our third bedroom, <laughs> a.k.a. the backyard. Okay, I can't keep lying. All right, I'm going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, are you willing to come with me? Oh, what? I, Look, I caused Hurricane Katrina? If you say no, I can't legally arrest you. Do you oh. want to come with me? Officer, someone's driving I away don't. in your car. Oh, oh, I, I can't never. even with this place. I am going to Bourbon Street. <laughs> it's time for some hurricanes. Smush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was uh, so fun. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much uh, for being on the Meat Improv. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. Super um, fun. Yeah, thank you, Jake. Thank you, Laura. Uh, we'll give you a chance to plug anything you got. You just this thing you're, you got a new thing, right? Oh, I'm writing for a new show called The Mac. Um, ah. It airs in January on Fox. Hey, well, um, this will be out in August, so... Uh, <laughs> so we'll just write rewind. that down yeah. <laughs> after yeah. you hear this. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great idea. And, of course, Outside Dogs, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tuesday nights <laughs> of at... Of course. Er, Outside Dogs. Used to be Sunset. Used to be Sunset. 1030. Uh, uh, it's always a fun show. Yeah, yeah it's super fun. Show. We um, we do Yelp. We're, we're like, my brain is mashed at us. We do um, one star reviews from like Yelp, TripAdvisor, Amazon, mm. uh, and we read their reviews and then we do improv based on them. It's always very fun because people who write one star reviews are typically <laughs> insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool, Jake. Um, Laura writes for television. <laughs> I, I do comedy for eighty people a week. <laughs> uh, Not this week. <laughs> more than 80 that's right that's yeah. right wait what does that uh, mean it just means we have more than 80 listeners <laughs> oh oh I thought you I didn't know you were I was like what show are you doing that's honestly not bad I've done podcasts with lower listeners <laughs> more uh, than 80 oh my god no was I, I good? Uh, my team is called Cardinal Redbird we are literally competing with Laura's team we are uh, Tuesday nights at 11 o'clock at UCB Franklin cool uh, so if you are sick of Outside Dog why not check out Cardinal Redbird we get a special <laughs> A uh, special team opening for us every week, a super team that we put together, we construct out of nothing. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had uh, Nick Kroll, Seth Morris, Jason Mansukis. It was a lot of fun. That's a lot so of cool. teams like yeah. that. Always equally famous as that team. That's the <laughs> promise we give you. I think people should go to Redbird one week and then Outside Dog the next, and Redbird mm-hmm. and then Outside yeah. Dog, and just keep rotating, and then they'll get the full spectrum of comedy. That's fair. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, There's also other teams and too. Follow at Jake Regal on Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jake That's Regal good. On yeah. Uh, uh, check out Word Grows with Gilly the third Thursday uh, at UCB Franklin at nine thirty. Yeah, yeah. I just ate my chocolate dick and that show. <laughs> if you missed that, you missed me. One of my most embarrassing moments on stage. I had a friend that just went to that and raved about it. <laughs> oh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's all. It's, it's a great show. One of the best. Uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. You can watch my short film, Try Hard, The Rex Derby Story. It's pinned to the top of that Twitter page. Uh, like the Meet Improv on Facebook. Hey, if you like the show, it always helps to get ratings and reviews. That gets us more listeners. Um, you can email your stories to Improv at gmail.com. Also, Jake and I want to do... Uh, we want to travel and do workshops and then do shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have a lead. I'm just going to say it. In Brazil. Yeah. Ooh, we might go to Brazil. Yeah, we're tra- yeah, we're trying. Uh, we're not exactly sure yet. It might okay. be a couple places. But there's... Belo Horizonte. We're, we're putting together a little program Stop like with like how you can do scenes <laughs> off monologues <laughs> and uh, play uh, our style or I guess kind of in the UCB game style. Yeah. Uh, and we'll travel, give you a few workshops, perform with us. That's the idea. We like to travel. They're funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. In Mansfield. Yeah, and Mansfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Check out Mansfield if you're ever in the yeah. area. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meat. The Meat. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.